three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? This is AJ Capasso here, host and founder of Talking with the Source. We are back with another episode, and I'm here with my good friend. Ho, 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 it's Robin from Hopper Paranormal. <laughs> oh, my freaking gosh. Oh, my. These are the friends that I have, people. Do you see this moron? Oh, only you. And you want, I just want to let everyone know who's watching right now. He wanted me to wait for him with the camera off just so he could do that ho, ho, ho with the hat on. Only him. Only him. And he talks about me on this podcast. Hey, Sarah, how are you? Sorry for stealing the hubby. Paracrew <laughs> Podcast. What's going on, everybody? And uh, even they mentioned, look at the hat. Laugh, uh, laugh my ass off. Love you, brother. Yep, only him. Well, guys, uh, today I want to just do a quick shout out. This episode is sponsored by my good friend over at Dragon Novelties. Let me pull them up right now. Dragon Novelties. Um, head over you to have Facebook. Friends. Check out. Yes, I actually do have friends. But Bloody anyway, hell. screw you. Anyway, head <laughs> over to Dragon Dragon Novelties on Facebook. Check them out if you like collectibles, anime, all different type of stuff like that. Head over there. Uh, my buddy's got some amazing stuff. You could buy right online through the store. Um, it is located if you are in the Connecticut, USA area. It's located right in the Meriden Mall. So you can head there as well. Um, hey, Jay. Hey, since we're in this laughing joke spirit, I just want to post this because I posted this on my wall today. I thought it was pretty funny. Before you do. Hi, I'm Jason. And this is my mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brother Matt's in the, in the audience. You know, well, listen, listen, listen. We got a great guest today. I want to bring him on. We've been holding him in the back for too long. His name is Nando Desario. He's a portal to the paranormal. I want to bring him on right now. He's a brother, a great friend. And the UK. Amazing people. What is up, Nando? Hey, everyone. How's it going? How you been, brother? I'm really well. How are you guys been? Wait, I'm losing my hat. I'm Jason, and this is my Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to throw that out there. Um, one thing I want to do, I'm man, sorry about this, everybody, by the way. Yeah, you know what? If I have to put up with you with a Santa hat and you can't put up with me for two seconds with a hi, I'm Jason Momoa meme, then you know what? I don't like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I used to have really high hopes for the UK people, but now you have totally brought down that hope. You can't live without me. I you need me. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. I'll give it to you. Anyway, um, what I want to do is uh, I want to actually bring something up real quick. This is something that me and you were talking about in the back, um, uh, Nando. And I think this was something that I saw today that was a really important way just to remind people during this Christmas holiday. It says, um, oh, no, sorry, not that one. There was another one. Apologies. There's another one that basically stated that everyone's on their own journey. You don't know what somebody's going through. Um, so, you know, just be nice you know what i mean basically that's yeah in a nutshell you know and uh, i just thought that was very important during this christmas holiday man you know to bring up and just you know remind everyone you know we're all going through some stuff we all have had some crappy couple of years with covid and just everything with family and i know a lot of us have lost a lot of people so you know you never know what someone's going through so just you know give them the time of day and and uh you know and apologies up. as well to everybody that we haven't been on for a few weeks 
Yes, absolutely. Apologies for that. But we are back with Nando right now. I'm super happy we're able to reschedule him. So, <laughs> Nando, cool. tell the viewers a little bit about yourself. Um, so, well, to be honest, um, I've been with Portal to the Paranormal since 2020. Um, Daniel Winter started up the group. Um, I initially was there to do like event planning, like get events booked on, look for locations to go and film, investigate. Um, but to be honest, I wanted to get more into it because my wife, Sarah's been in the paranormal for, oh, Jesus, over nearly 10 years now, I would say, maybe just a bit under. Um, and at first, and I think I've said this to you before, AJ, I used to call them the Ghostbusters, going playing with their Ghostbuster friends. Yeah, um, but, but the thing is, you know, as we grow up in life, things happen, don't they? I think a lot of people that are in this field is because a high majority, I would say, have had some experiences that they can't explain. Yeah. Um, and I've had that as well. You know, I'm not no medium or anything like that, but certain things makes you think. And then as you grow up in life, you sort of forget about those things. And then I think where it was reintroduced to me with Port to the Paranormal, I thought, you know what? I want to do more into it and see what we can document, what we can get as evidence <clears throat> and see how much is real and how much is fake, if you get what I'm saying. So that's what got me into being part of Portal to the Paranormal. That's I think awesome. a lot of us, a lot of us are, are nearly sort of pushed into it, really, aren't we? Because not by anybody in particular, but by, like you said, Nando, events that happen. You know, <clears throat> something will happen and, you know, we'll have an experience me, or or something will happen that, that you think, right, I need to look at this. I need to look at this more because, you know, this has happened. And before you know it, it, you're caught up in it and you can't you can't mm. sort of get out, can you? Not that no, you want it is certain things. I'll give you an example. When um <laughs> when I was much younger, um I think I must have been about nine years old, I had a fear of sleeping in the dark, like a real terrible fear of it. And now you're a paranormal investigator and, like Yeah, I know, <laughs> tell me about it. Um but do you know what? There was one night I was laying <clears> in bed <throat> and yeah. my grandmother had died quite early on in her late 50s and um i woke up and she was literally sat next to me like literally but she wasn't the older grandmother that i re remember it was a the picture that's on her headstone in the graveyard she was quite young beautiful and she had this glow about her and i think it's things like that you know you know things have happened but as you grow up i don't know if it's not people tell you not to believe it but you sort of grow up and you do your own thing and, you know, and there's been a few occasions where specific family members, for me, I've always had, I would say, visits from family members, my grandfather, my grandmother. Um, and I think just being part of Portal to the Paranormal has, made, has allowed me to, you know, sort of understand the paranormal field a lot more than what I did before. Because like I said, um, before Sarah got into it, I just didn't. Not that I didn't believe it. Maybe it was partly you're scared of it. I do think people are scared yeah. of the unknown, so they turn their head to it and say it's fake. Yeah. It's, it's a load of cobs wallop and all that. Um, but, yeah, but things have happened, and I've got given an opportunity. I've taken it, and I've loved it ever since. I think That's we're awesome. all in that respect. I, mm. Yeah, you know, I, I tell you what, um, you're right. I think a lot of people, especially for me, I mean, because I was the same way as you, man. I didn't believe it all. Like until I had my experience, my, my near death stuff um, and my own experiences, I didn't believe it all. I mean, I was totally 
against it. I mean, I had a fear of demons because I was a Christian, you know, and stuff like that. And I believed in an afterlife. But when it came to paranormal and stuff like that, I totally lost all hope after I lost my grandfather when I was 12. And um, I just never, never crossed my mind until I started having these things happen. And um, you know what? I was actually terrified. And you're right. I think a lot of people are scared. Um, that's why they choose not to, you know, mm. they should do that. Am I cutting in and out? No, oh, no, okay, you're fine. I, I forgot to shut my notifications off, so I've been seeing a couple pop up, and I see Nando smile, so I'm thinking to myself, like, well, I must be cutting in and out as I'm talking. No, no, I'm just taking it in. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh. I, just no, I think say, you're, I think I you're say, right, though. Hey, hold on. I want to say what's up to Anthony real quick. Um, he's going to be yep. our next guest on here, Wraith World Podcast. Check him out. Um, Wraith Hunters, you guys are awesome. So just, just keep up the good work, guys. But go ahead, um, Rob. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, I just, I'm just saying. I think you're you're absolutely right. I mean, we all have these events that happen. I mean, I I, I never, you know, I watch the programs and TV and stuff like that, most haunted and things like that. But you know, as much as I was intrigued by it, I never ever seen myself doing it. And I, you know, I mean, it was it was just something that to me was was out there for certain people to do. And and obviously, I wasn't one of them. You know, I mean, and then. It's like something, like I say, something happens. And, you know, my experience that time I was telling you about seeing that little girl. And for some reason, I felt I need to sit in that room in the dark. And I, I, I was basically taken away. And the stuff that she told me, for it to be absolutely spot on when I look back in records, it's like, you know, I remember my mother-in-law saying to me, you've got to do this. And I was like, I do. I really have, because I can't ignore that, you know, I've picked up on an exact year. I've picked up on three names, which was little girl's first name, middle name and surname. You know I mean? I, I, I can't, to me, I couldn't just like think, right, that's something that's happened and walk away. You know, things like this happen, like with you, AJ, and, you know, and, and even Nando, these things sort of happen. And, you know, when you sort of, for want of a better word, when you when you dial into it a little bit, it's like you you get that sort of bug, don't you? It's like you're like I can't I can't not do this. Yeah. Mm. No, no, definitely. There is um. Sorry, go ahead, Nando. I'm on apology. I wanted to. Hear. No, no, I was actually, I was at, there was something I wanted to actually ask you about, about the thing you told us experienced by your grandmother, but I wanted to hear what you were going to say to what Robin said first. Oh, no, I was just agreeing with, with Robin, what he's saying, like you sort of yeah. delve into it, not, when, when I joined PTTP, it was more of a, you know, something in the background for me to something to do while I'm at home, you know, when I haven't got a lot to do. Um, yeah. but I think we went on an investigation and it, it was really exciting. You know, there's stuff that, you know, I'm sure we'll go into it, you know, different experiments, different equipment, and you're sort of learning about it, and then you start developing your own sort of techniques and yeah. what you believe and what you what you don't particularly, not don't believe, but you don't think it's for you. Do you know what I mean? You've got to find Absolutely. those techniques that suit you to be a good paranormal investigator. So, yeah, but once I got into it, it was just like, what are we doing next? Who's the next person we're going to, because Sarah come up with the idea of doing the podcast. Um, yeah. You know, and it just went on from there. And the more people you get to speak to, the more you're learning. And the, I think in the paranormal field, there's no right or wrong answer. It's all opinion based. And we all need to respect. Firstly, I must say, you know, it can be quite bitchy. And I apologize if people don't agree with this. 
But in my opinion, it could be quite bitchy. But what people need to remember, we all have different backgrounds, different mm. beliefs, and we just need to respect it for what it is. No one means any disrespect. It's yeah. just how people have developed their own ways in the paranormal yeah. field. Um, but yeah, once I got into it, it's I, I love doing it now. It, I oh. love doing it more than a normal job. You know, it's right. It's absolutely brilliant. It's you know? addictive. It it's addictive. It is. It's one of them things as well. When you first start off, like like me, after that that event with me, it was like, well, let's go and have a look at a couple of buildings and stuff. But then you know, I wasn't even recording. I was just walking around them, like abandoned buildings and stuff. And then it was like. I might record one or two and then it, it goes on from that. And then, you know, my daughter, she does urban exploring. She was like, well, why don't you start a YouTube? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to. And she's like, no, no. So she pushed me towards that. And then, you know, I never had, I never had the inkling I was ever going to do a podcast until I met AJ. And then it was like, you know, then it was like being, you know, pushed towards it. Right, let's do a podcast. And, you know, and before you know it, you know, you're talking to people from all around the world, you know, you're, you make these totally amazing friends from all corners of the world. You know, I mean, AJ, he's like a brother to me and I've never even met him in person. It's only over the phone. Mm. But Thank God. It, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then you, then you, you've spent, before you know it, you've spent hundreds of pounds on all this equipment. You know, you, you, you've got this YouTube channel where you've got so many videos on it. You've got all these people who watch all these videos. You know, you've got people sending you different locations and asking you to come and do their houses and stuff. And before you know it, it's like you, you try, you're, you're trying to get a minute for yourself. And you look back and think, this this only ever started as as a little sideline, you know. And it's like, before you know it, it's like, boom, it's, it's your whole life. Uh, you're you're right and it's even things like when you're saying about the podcast as well sarah initially started the thriller podcast um mm -hmm. she, she um they were doing some during the lockdown period we were trying to connect with people because that was really hard a lot of people being stuck indoors not being able to see family so we did like a games night uh sarah yeah. did a great quiz and then by chance she managed to get um i'm not sure of his background i think he might have been like some kind of demonologist or something along those lines and it's just built. But now it's built to the stage where we're connecting together, where AJ messages me, would you be a co-host, for example? Yeah. So it's not just the fact that we're doing our own thing. We're actually adapting to other people and we're working with other people. We had the pleasure of having um, Brian Laverty come down to the UK. You know, so it just shows how powerful. People might laugh about us doing the paranormal field, but in some aspects, we're a lot stronger than what other fields are. We connect in ways that other fields are not connecting. No, you know what I mean? Right. You're right. You know, I mean, and dude, I, I totally agree to with what you're up. saying. I totally agree with what you're saying because you're right. There's a great connection aspect in the paranormal field when you find the right people. You just have to weed the weeds out to find the roses in the bunch. You get what I'm saying? It's like, because there's a lot of, a lot of drama in this field and i don't know why dude i have no idea why it's like everybody brings their luggage and drops it off in this field and that's not what this field is about but it just seems like it's becoming more and more especially with social media you know but the thing is is that we have a great group of people that we talk to and we're all about the research and that's really what it's for me like from the minute i started my youtube it wasn't like oh, i'm starting a youtube and be the next mr beast or i'm going to be the next logan paul 
that was never my thing or next Steve Huff or whatever. I'm, that was never my goal. My thing was it was a place to put my videos because I didn't have money to buy a storage for my computer at the time. And I had a crappy computer. And uh, I tell you what, it's like now I, I'm glad that I can show people this amazing like clips of, you know, responses and, and communication and, and anything that I do um, in this field. Um, and it's just a great way to get it out there you know but it comes with its drawbacks i mean then you get people that you know try to bash you online you got to deal with that or your fake stuff i don't let any of that bother me some people let it bother you but i you know i just am here for the research you know i'm here to find out what happened to me when i died and what i saw and experienced and to find out more answers but not to kind of switch gears what i wanted to ask you about your grandmother who showed up for your experience your visitation you said that she was she looked not like the older woman that you remember she looked like a younger herself yeah, i mean that with respect when i say you didn't look like the no older yes woman. yes please please. <laughs> looking please. Down at me going, what are you saying please, yes. <laughs> don't, don't don't please don't <laughs> yes you know but yes no. so yeah sorry aj i didn't mean to interrupt i just thought I'd be no another no, no. myself before I upset He's got himself in trouble. <laughs> right, right, right. Hey, if something goes flying across your room later, she's there. I don't know him about it, so. Right. Hey, but no, no, but what I, what I wanted to say about it, though, was it's funny that you said that, in that detail about how she looked. And the reason why I say that is because when I had a meeting reading um, after my dad passed and I hooked up with a meeting that I now work closely with, um, I didn't trust any mediums before her. Like I literally didn't believe in any of it. I thought it was all just hoax. Like, yeah, someone could tap into this energy before I really knew energy and stuff about it. Like on a scientific term, I just didn't believe anything of it. And a lot of them, people that I've seen are hoaxes and, you know, just trying to steal people's money. Well, with this lady, it wasn't that she never was asked for money and, and does all free readings and stuff, which is cool. Um, and it's just about helping people. And when she connected with my aunt, she, I mean, my, my, when she did a reading for my aunt, my dad came through in his twenties or thirties when he had a mustache, long hair. Mm -hmm. But then when I had my reading, she was like, Oh, wow. She goes, wow, your dad looks so different. He looks like Mr. Clean. And the picture that I've shared since that time is me and him, where we both have bald heads and that's how he looked is, you know, before he passed. And it's funny because I actually asked spirit about this in a communication session that I did. And they said the reason why that they do this, um, the why they show themselves at that, like they'll show themselves like that is because when we cross over, when we pass on or whatever, we can choose to show ourselves or whatever you want to call it in the time where we were the happiest. So like if say my 30s was my happiest, I died at 80. I'm not going to show myself at 80. I want to I'm going to be in my happiest form, my happiest if they have, you know, if I guess according to spirit, if they crossed over, like I said, all theory, I don't know if any of the stuff I came through the box that I just told you was true, but from things that I've lined up with synchronicities, that's kind of funny that you, you've said that detail. I, I do believe in, I, I do agree with you, you know, cause growing up with my grandmother, she, she was older, you know, she, she looked the age she should have been to come yeah, back. To the, I know that, <laughs> Yeah, I keep looking up and I'm like, I mean, I with respect. <laughs> I, I think she presented herself to me in a way of that's how she wanted me to remember her by, you yeah. know. And she was a very pretty, you know, lady, you know, in her 
And I think that's the way. Pulling it's, it back. Yeah, yeah pulling it back. I'm, I'm climbing out of my hole that I've digged. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I was about to you pass know, you a shovel. <laughs> but then another experience was, um, this is when I had kids. Um, you know, me, Sarah, and the three boys. Now, one night I was sat up watching TV. And no, nothing particularly was going wrong. It was just nice, chilled environment in the house. Yeah. Sarah was in bed. Kids were in bed. And the door was slightly open. And I thought, this is a breeze coming through. And I know I wasn't awake. And I'll tell you why in a moment. But then my grandfather walked in to the room. Like, full apparition. I could see wow. his eyes, his face. And, you know, he was a cool Italian guy. You know, yeah. you know like, with the caps... So yep. you know he come the in chains and the pinky ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had his he yeah. had his ring on, and he literally didn't say anything to me, but he had literally sat on the sofa next to me, and you know, and then I looked at him and I wasn't scared, but I was like, Wow, do you know, like because I know who who he was, so I wasn't scared of him, but it didn't stop me running up the stairs and jumping on top of Sarah, telling her what happened. You know, I literally oh, ran, yeah. and that's how I knew I was awake. But then for days after that, I could smell his tobacco because he smoked old Auburn tobacco. And I don't know if you guys ever, you might know of this, Robin, the licorice um, tobacco paper. And it yep. gave a distinctive smell, you know. Old and Holborn I, had a smell up anyway. <laughs> um, you know, and I could smell that wherever I would go in the house. It was like he was still there, like he had left that scent of him in the, in the house. But it was just clear as day that, he was there and like I said I've not seen loads of stuff but I've seen my family members have come to me and that was like you know it was so clear it was unreal like and this was where this was later on in life and yeah. you know it, it was amazing and I think at that time he was just letting me know that he's still around you know yeah. there was no direct message yeah. but when you think about it, you know when when you talk to people that are not involved in the paranormal and they don't believe they look at you like you've gone crazy, but yeah, you you know, yeah, oh, do you know what you've seen? Um, yeah, that there was just an experience I had. No, that's yeah. awesome. You know, it's funny that you said people look at you crazy because you're right. I mean, I tell you what, I look at myself crazy sometimes, especially when I'm explaining an experience that I had. <laughs> so, like, like a recent experience, I was explaining to one of my friends. Now, I bother him with all my paranormal stuff, and he just won't even go near because he's terrified. Um, but I was telling the experience and I was like, after I got done saying what happened, I was like, and I said all the synchronicities to make it understandable and everything of why I think this was this. And I, after I got done, I said to myself, wow, that sounds freaking it's stupid. That sounds insane. You know, I mean, but I totally agree with what you went through and I totally understand that it's real what you went through because after I had my experience where I saw that full-bodied apparition twice and one time with my entire family solidly, that changed everything for me. That was my go. That was my change to go into this field. Even though I had my near-death experience before it, that was my my thing. And um, when you see something like that, especially like for you seeing your uncle, that's an awesome experience to see a loved one. Yeah, like I mean, scary, scary. Don't get me wrong. But, and I, I think, like you're saying, it sort of put me on the fence there where, you know what, there, there's more to this. You know, I do believe yeah. after you pass on, there's more to life. We just oh, don't definitely. know. We, I know people make claims about what happens to us when we pass on, but we don't yeah. really know. We don't of know until, until we get there. We need to experience that for ourselves. But, 
you know, it does show those sort of experiences does show that that there is more to life after we are done on this earth. Um, and hopefully, you know, if I could just do a little bit of what my grandparents have done, just making sure my kids always know that I'm around them, you know, okay. that that would be a lovely feeling. Because at the same time, it is a lovely feeling to know that, that I was very close to my grandfather, you know, yeah. and, you know, to have him come and say, you know, the cool guy that he was, and that's how he presented himself to me, you know, and it's like, like I was saying, my grandmother come in a way that I never remembered her by, but then my grandfather come in, the cool guy that he was with his hat, you know, with his suit and his, um, that smell of the tobacco and his licorice paper, you know, and you can, you can't say it's not real because you've seen it for yourself, but no, I, dude, I know what you mean. It sounds totally crazy, though. I, I totally get it. Um, there is one question I do want to ask you about the smell and stuff, about you smelling the tobacco. But first, I just want to say one thing. Um, everyone, please go check out a View Beyond. The magazine It's a paranormal magazine. It's absolutely amazing. Check it out. Um, just totally great. So I just want to say shout out to Drawing with Shadow. Um, shout out to a View Beyond. Um, and like I said, Anthony, before, shout out to you, my friend. Great uh, World Podcast. Love you guys. Um, but what I wanted to ask you was, do you have a lot of experiences now as an investigator where you have smells and stuff that you could pick up on? Um, if I'm totally honest, I do rely more and I depend on more of using technology based stuff like the spirit. Of course. Spirit no, of course. Yeah. Know, I, don't, I, I, I would never sit here and claim that I see things, you know, all the time. That's not me, you know, because yeah. I would I'll be lying. But there, there is subtle things that I've seen. Like, but you got to remember when you're going into an investigation and um, when you're going into a location, you're going in the dark, your brain is sort of, you know, your senses are heightened, but sometimes they play tricks on you. So you think you see some like a shadow figure walking past you, yeah. and then you're like, there's someone following, but that yeah. could be something very easily explained, or you hear a sound. And you've got to bear in mind, like, if a card, if you're outside doing an investigation, for example, mm. um, and you're in a bit of a like a field area, um, and a car door slams its, you know, slams shut. Now, from that sound, the sound travels. As it travels, the sound changes. So by the time you get to hear that sound, you know, mm -hmm. it might sound like something's walking in the bushes behind you. It can yeah. sound like something's touching. So, but you got to remember, you got to be open to those scenarios. People can sometimes be a bit too quick and go. That's paranormal. Well, no, it isn't. And I don't mean that, you know, I'm not trying. This is of my opinion. You know, no, sound travels, sound changes. Yeah. Same with lighting. You could see something come through a window, for example, go out and investigate, and nothing's there. But how do you know that split second before someone's not there with a torch shining through? So, you, so you've got to be very True. careful to what you're putting down to paranormal. And you've got to be very you know, before you claim it on social media, and I think this is where some people go wrong, you know, is they, they put everything down to paranormal, the slightest sound, the slightest movement. And, yeah. you know, and sometimes you watch the videos and you can see, you know, that the buildings that they're in, a lot of these older buildings, they're, they're not well insulated. So there's going to be a draft coming through. Um, you know, but getting back to your question, I diversed a little bit. You know, since doing the paranormal investigations, yes, I, I believe I've seen certain things. Um, I've witnessed, you know, slight movement. But again, I don't let that cloud my judgment to, you know, you've always got to be 
careful about what you're saying is paranormal and you need yeah. to document it and really make sure you've got all the facts and the location what it's like the weather conditions and everything you know actually absolutely but the one actually the thing it wasn't about seeing what i asked you it was actually was smelling have you had more incidences of that smell like because you said oh, you smelled smelling. the tobacco have you had other experiences while you were investigating that you've ever had that sense go off on your, you know, without just noticing something randomly, not saying it's paranormal, but something that you couldn't explain at that moment that was like, oh, wow, you know, that was a weird scent. Yeah. Um, so we were investigating a building in Portsmouth uh, in Hampshire. It's called Wyvern Manor. Um, it's a really, really old, weird building, but we were up in the attic area. Mm -hmm. and we were sat there and everything was cool and I sat there on my own for about 10 minutes and this weird smell and I can't decide it's like if I was to put do you know like the smell of rotten meat like when you've left it out for too long it's got yeah. a really gluten and a really like yeah nasty yeah nasty smell to it anyway so I smelt that and it was like quite strong but it was in front of me like if oh, I move wow. my head around I can smell it in front of me and it was just so weird that that smell was coming through. Because yeah. then later on, when we, when I was talking to people about that specific room, um, that room was known to do illegal abortions in that room. Oh, no oh, way. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, could that, I'm taking it down, it could be in the smell of raw, like, rotten meat. Yeah. But could yeah. that be the smell of, you know, rotten flesh? Listen, yeah. I, the reason why, well, it's funny, it's funny you brought this experience up. The reason why I brought that up, this question, was because when you said you had that smell, that's something, that's a, that's a sign that I've never gotten from a family member um, or from any paranormal experience I've ever had. Um, I've never really dealt with smells. There's only been one occasion that I could really say maybe um, I had an experience. But the reason why I asked you that question was, is that just like clairvoyant, uh, being clairvoyant or claircognizant, I mean, clairaudience, clair, all that stuff. There's a clair for smells, I believe. And I don't know if it's cognizant. I don't know what it, what claircognizant or whatever it is. I'm not too sure the exact one at this moment. But there's one for that. And I believe that we all have these inner senses along with our outer senses that we do know of, like to this day. And I just believe that those inner senses will go off like how, you know, you had that experience. And you would have never known that that rotting flesh smell, maybe, or who knows? It could have been nothing. But hmm. it's weird that it kind of synchronizes with the whole portion thing. Could it be that? We don't know. But it's funny that that could be one of your gifts, to be honest. Like, you know. Yeah. It, do you know what? Like I said, I don't claim to be gifted in any way. You know, of this, course, not, no, yeah. The, the, the thing for me, I've gone into this not knowing how in depth the paranormal is. You know, of course, um, you, you see it on TV. Let, let's be honest. A lot of the stuff, you know, when you watch on TV again, you've got to be very careful because um, oh. fortunately, TV shows are there to get viewing. So, you know, and again, this is of my opinion. Not saying it is, but my opinion, they yeah. need to stage stuff to get viewing so they can continue doing, you know. Um, but yeah, like I said, my experience are very minimal. You know, I've not had those wow. I'm still waiting for that wow moment where, you know, when I'm out in a location and see something 
relating to that location. That would be amazing, you know. Dude, you saw your uncle sit next to you. What else do you need, Nando? That's personal, though. That's personal. No, I, no, I know, to... dude. I'm the same way. We're relating to, you know, that I get. That's amazing. But I want to see, so as we're investigating, like, those moments. Do you know when you see it on TV, like, the chair suddenly pulls out? Or Oh, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Going on. And I would love to capture that sort of, you know, that sort of evidence and being able to share that with people. Well, here's a Absolutely. question for you, right? Because that, that, let's twist it slightly, right? Is that I've seen apparitions before of people, right? But it's always been family members of Julie's. I have never, ever seen or had contact with anybody from my family. Now, wow. if you're listening up there, come and see me. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I find it strange. You know, I have two grandfathers that have gone, I have two grandmothers that have gone, I have a cousin that's gone, I have an uncle that's gone. You know what I mean? I don't have a big family, don't get me wrong. I don't have a big family at all. My family's tiny. But, yeah, it, it, you know, it's always people. And I've seen, what, one, two, three, three clear apparitions in my lifetime. And it's only been of Julie's family members. And it's never been any of mine. And, you know, I sometimes think to myself, well, you know, I I can see things, I can hear things, I can communicate sometimes, you know, and why am I only seeing and communicating with people from Julie's side of the family, even though I got on really well with them, you know what I mean? One of them yeah. I didn't even know. One of them I hadn't yeah. even met. Well, you know what it is, man. I, you know, it's funny. A medium told me one time that the reason that could be is because, um, you might like, you might be blocking yourself, not fully open when it comes to your family. And that could be the reason why your quote unquote gifts, as we call it, um, aren't working in that moment because it's a little more personal when it comes to your family with someone else. Your guards are your guards completely down, you know, trust me. I'm blocking myself now. Anybody up there? Come on. No, there's always an inner, there's always an inner thing that we don't understand. I think that's that can block the connection. I truly don't think we completely fully understand. Obviously, well, we don't yeah. truly understand how to do this communication. But tell me, what's one of the most ex amazing experiences you've had, Nando? On an investigation. On an investigation, yeah. Um, so one of I think one of it is um, this was earlier this year. We went to a place called Manor Farm. And we, we try and document everything. We do everything raw. We don't edit anything. So we go live and we literally will sit a camera in front of what we're doing so people can see. Um, we were in this old church. Um, it was me and a guy called Luke that's on the team. And we had a cat ball, a very simple cat ball, where if it gets touched, it flashes. Yeah. You know? yeah. But anyway, we had it on the table. And um, literally, we were asking questions because we had the spirit box on. And we asked it, are you here? And then you hear a voice saying, I'm here. But as that happens, you see the cat ball just move across the camera. But but bearing in mind, so when I'm talking about this altar, there's a big rope across yeah. it. So you can't actually go next to the altar to move it. And you can see me and Luke are in front of the camera. And all you see, bless Luke, because he's quite new again. And all you mm -hmm. see is Luke's face sort of go, whoa. And then when we look back at the footage, you literally see the cat ball from here, and then it just like gently moves across on its own. Um, so that, that was quite cool, 
that that was you're over here cool. i want to see a chair move i need this and that you got a ball to move hey. dude i mean you're getting shit to move listen we're paranormal <laughs> investigators we always no, I know. Let, let's I go know. we <laughs> always want more <laughs> but um we're that, human that, damn it that that was quite a cool moment um the other one for me would be when we were with brian <laughs> um brian laverty hunter phobia canada and lex paranormal so we took brian to um Royal Victoria Country Park. It was where I don't know if you guys know of Florence Nightingale. Yeah, yeah. She was the nurse at one at, when it used to be a hospital. Oh wow! But it goes back, and this hospital was absolutely huge, and I think it got burnt down. But there's a section of it still there that they've turned into a bit of like a cafe and a museum. But we're outside, and Brian was going around introducing everyone. So hi, my name's Brian. This is Sarah. This is Lex. This is Nando. And then out of nowhere, it goes hi Nando. Now, I know people might say the the spirit bot is a radio station. It goes through a sweepstake, which I agree it does. <laughs> but how often would you hear the name Nando come through on the radio? My oh, name is know. Not, you know, it's not a, a, a usual name. <laughs> so when that come through, I was just like, oh, wow, that that was quite funny. But then yeah. since then, since then, and again, I've got this on footage as well um, that I can share with you guys after. Um, every time that we seem to use a spirit box, there's been a few other occasions my name keeps coming through. You know, we did yeah, um, <laughs> and Brickworks. Uh, it's an old, um, an old new. Well, it's a museum now, but it's where they used to do the bricks and build bricks and everything. And we yeah. were sat down, and again we were introducing ourselves. We were sat in a circle. I think it was just me, Dan, and Luke again. And we started talking amongst ourselves, and my name just come through out of nowhere. And it's just like, but then I do think sometimes could this be where they're saying my name? Could it be a family member? Like, like I said, I've experienced, especially with my grandfather. You know, seeing him. Um, could this be him, like sort of protecting me in a way? Because yeah. you know, some people see it. What we do is wrong, and blah 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 which i don't yeah. agree with as long as you're respectful but for them to to say my name specifically you know it makes me think um could that be him like sort of watching what i'm doing and yeah. letting me know that he's around but again that's an opinion there's no hard evidence to say for well, sure could this be my brain tricking me to make me think it is my name but when two other people hear it as well it's hard to sort of debunk that do you know what i mean because i'm always open to oh debunk it but i agree i totally agree man and that's why we always record obviously those type of sessions so that we can get you know we can hear all the responses we do miss one of our viewers uh pamela she said the same spirits might actually be following you around nando have you ever thought of that yeah that that um and i agree could it be yeah i've got a, a such a strong connection hey, ellen father that he's with me yeah you know um but I think as we go through this journey and as we do more investigations, I'm sure we'll start picking up stuff and, you know, see what happens. Yeah. I, ha I have the same whenever we're out because it doesn't matter how many people are out with me. Anytime we're doing a spirit box and I normally a question I ask is, can you say one of our names that's here now? And every single time my mother-in-law, Christine, she goes by Chris. And it says, Chris, it never says Robin. It never mm -hmm. says anything else. You know, people, all the people that are there, Chris it's always Chris. 
<clears throat> but um, just going back to what you were saying, Robin, you were saying about why do you think you're connecting with um, your partner's family instead yeah. of your own. Um, not saying that your partner has had any kind of bad times. We've all suffered in one way or the other. We've gone through bad experiences. But do you think your family don't come to you because they see that you're okay? I I believe, and again, I think that too. An opinion, this is an opinion. I'm not saying I'm right. But they can see that you're content, you're happy. You, And I think maybe my background where I've had a few challenges over the years, shall we say. And... Yeah. Some of those challenges has made me weak in myself, where lack of confidence, maybe, you yeah, know, yeah. maybe that's why they're still around to reassure me that I I I'm don't okay. I, I don't want to sound I like, gonna, that. I like you can that. say it as it is. I'm not gonna take any offense. No, I don't, don't want to sound disrespectful towards you, and I I, I I get what you're saying, but I, I, I don't necessarily agree with that because, and the only reason being that, yeah, in myself and my health, I might be all right. But, you know, everything that, that we've been going through, you know, like obviously with Julie's illness and stuff like this yeah. and, yeah. and, you know, a couple of family members and stuff dying. And I've been, I've been the person that's, that's tried and, and had to hold it all together. You know when 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 everybody else was sort of you know feeling down and that th there's times when question. wait 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 hold on stop you right there did you yeah. ever think to yourself the reason why you might be seeing her family members is because you are the one that has one the gift to be able to two you are the one that holds it together so they know that she needs that reassurance right now the most because she has that disease so what if they're doing that for you so that you can let her know to brighten her up. And maybe yours are with you. They're just not communicating right now because of you're connected with them for a reason. You know what I mean? Quite, I'm just not, not to interrupt you, but I just want to throw it out there. No, no, I I, I, I agree. It's, it's quite possible. And, and that's absolutely fine. I haven't got a problem with communicating with yeah. anyone from her side of the family. But just when, when you're going through these times and, and you know, you're, you're sort of struggling to hold things together and, and you know, there, there's times you think to yourself, I, I, I could just, I could just do with a, with a, as well as going to sound silly, but a five minute chat, or you know, or even just to see, like my uncle, I was quite close to my uncle when he, mm. you know, and then he obviously he died, and it's like, I could, I could just really do with, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a boost in that way, you know, like I think we all could, yeah, but it's, it's like. It's like don't, I'm not I'm not knocking her family, and if her family are listening, come and see me as well. I don't I don't mind. By the end of this show, we're all going to be there doing a prayer. We're going to be all hefty because of you we're guys, gonna... you know. <laughs> you get where I'm coming. I'm not trying to give a sob story or anything like that. You know what I mean? No, I'm not no, trying I, to. I I'm just trying saying. to sort of say that there, you know, there has been times when, when, on not selfishly, but me personally, me. Could have done with a with a little, you know, even a little appear. Hello, I'm here and go. Dude, let me be honest with you right now, and excuse my language, everybody, but fuck that shit. You be selfish because sometimes you need it. Sometimes you need that that reassurance. You need that help because, dude, there's times where I'll be outside, I'll be looking up at the sky, and I'm like, Dad, I need your help, man. I fucking need to talk to you right now. Or Graham, 
where are, I miss you. Like, I need to talk to you. And you know what's crazy? Every time I'm, I'm crying my eyes out, I'm literally looking up at the sky and I'm doing that. Literally right after, whether it's an Uber <laughs> I pick up, whether it's some just anything, I'll meet somebody that will come into my life out of nowhere and it'll have something to do with my father somehow. It'll be connected. And I too, so be selfish, man. I mean, I get it because I get so mad too because my family, I, every time I do all these communication sessions, I was doing communication sessions for people from around the world. I was able to do it through StreamYard. I was able to do video calls and we would run the boxes and I would do it live. And then I would go back and, and you know, review it and then send them that as well. And um, I tell you what, we would get some, we would get their family members coming through every time that they would be able to verify on their own, which I wouldn't know any of the answers that they were getting, uh, how to relate to any of it. And they would be getting, they'd be like, oh my God, that was this person. That was this person. And I would get so mad because I'm like, I can help anybody around the world with this, with, with, with my connection, but I can't help myself. Why is that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I, I, I agree with Nando with yeah. what he was saying to an extent, but then in my own head, there's a, there's a, like an other extent above that, yeah. that, that I'm sort of, I'm sort of looking for. And maybe I should be going like that instead of, I'm going like that. You know what I mean? I'm what, but it, it's, it's just like, you know, why, why is nobody from my side coming to me? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it's sort of, you know, I want verification like anybody else does. You know, if Judy's father or if her, you know, if any of her family who have gone want to come and sit here with me and talk and stuff, and I and I can film it and stuff, I don't mind. You know what I mean? I really don't. But it's like when you when you look at it and think, you know, I've, I've never even had it like. Like a, a smell from anyone, I say, you know, or, or a voice, or oh, you know, there being zero from I my side. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I get that. You may have had experiences with your family, and another thing that I think, like sometimes subtle things can happen that you can't explain, and that could okay. be an indication that it is your family. And what you're saying is right. What I'm saying is what I believe. What you're saying is what you believe, and I think that's what we why we gel as a. You know, yeah. when we can talk because I don't disagree with what you're saying, Robin. At all. I agree, you know, and what I say is it's enough op an opinion. None, none of us are right or wrong. And I think, you know, you're, you're looking for that clarification, you know, and it just shows you've had your moments where you, you need to be able to connect for, you, mm -hmm. for yourself. Because you and yeah, wrong about being selfish, as I was saying to AJ in the back before we started. Sometimes you need to be selfish. Sometimes you yeah. need to you first. Especially, it sounds like you've gone through a lot. You know, you get into that cycle where everyone's put first, which as a father, as a husband, I get that. I would do that with my family. But sometimes you do need to take that step back and go, well, what about me? We sort of lose ourselves in everything else. But yeah. you know, have you ever tried maybe, and I'm again, this is an opinion or maybe a suggestion, have you ever tried communicating directly with your family through, you know, sitting there on your own, maybe put the spirit box on and see if they, because it, could it be the case that they're waiting for you to go to them before they just come Ooh, to you? Well, I like well that. It, could be, it could be, but AJ and me have tried it. And the, the thing is, no, I, I know that's that obviously, no, I know, but this is what I'm going to say, right? I know that's obviously yourself that, that they wouldn't know, but, you know, we've done spirit boxes and, you know, we've asked for, 
family friends, or not necessarily of mine, but like my sister's friend, for instance. Of course. And 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 she she came through, and it's like whenever we asked for my uncle, nothing. You know what I mean? We we asked we asked for other people. You, you know that that's not necessarily connected relation wise to me. Yeah. And, and you know they'll come through and, and say, you know, and then I'll say to AJ, right? Well, I will ask for such and such, and he'll ask for that. Nothing. Yeah, he won't get an answer. And dude, I'm gonna be honest. I really truly think, just like how uh, drawing with the shadow, with shadow said, give the people not being able to communicate or you know with their own relation with their own family is more common than you think. And it's funny um, that he says that because I totally agree with what he's saying. I think when we're connecting with your sister's friend, say we both don't have relation to that friend. I mean, yeah, you know her, you might be friends with her, or whatever, but there's not that connection with her like your sister has so we're taking that connection of ours away from the situation and i really do think that that's a big part in communication because it's so hard for me to connect with i mean the only one that comes through at all with my family and i haven't had anybody come through um except for subtle signs like nando talked about pennies feathers certain things that i know it's them the only person is my father and he'll come through and say his name every single time i turn the box He'll let me know he's there. And it's an amazing feeling to have to be able to, you know, do that and talk to him. And um, another person just said, uh, actually, Raymond, he just said, yeah, I struggle with communicating with so many people in my family. It's not a lack of love for them. There's a barrier between what's being said and understood to the point that we don't talk. And I wonder if that can also cause, you know, connection problems, too. You know what I mean? With having problems with family, you know. Is, or, or is it? I've often, I've often sorry, Nando, I've often thought of this one. Is it a case of what we've spoke about one time before? Is it a case of the other side not being allowed to tell you events that could happen, that will happen, or talk about events that have happened? So the only other thing that I can think of is that family members are not allowed to come through because they're afraid of what they will tell you if something if something bad's going to happen to you in three months, for instance. They're maybe afraid of you know of 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 changing the yeah timeline. I, I tell you what, there could be a bunch of different things. I mean, Nando, you want to say we we're going to say because I'm going to switch this well, over to something else. But what ahead. I was going to say is, and again, um, don't take this the wrong way when I say this, um, Robin. Again, oh, go ahead. Listen, you never have to say that with us. You you are a brother. We know. But but when you're talking personal, you always like to be respectful. You know, we're talking about someone's family. And, you know, you never want to. But, you know, sometimes when you look into spirits, you know, people say spirits have different stages. Like sometimes there you got one spirit and you get another spirit. Now, it could be something when they're on this living planet that, you know, we get characters that are quite strong, like really loud, strong characters. And sometimes you get casted in the back, don't you? Where this character is so big, you don't have a voice. Could it be a case of your your wife's family that are quite big characters and they've got quite strong energy that are able to communicate with you? Where, not saying that they are, but again, it could be someone where your family are not, their energy is not strong enough. It's not able to so they're being blocked just because of your connection with your partner's yep. family. And yeah, that could possibly be. You know, because they do say that spirits have different sources of energy and it takes a lot for them to be able to build up themselves. You know, yep. like I've said, 
and just to be clear with my experiences i've never actually asked it to happen if that makes sense i'm grateful for it but i've never gone out yeah. and asked for it and sometimes it's come at the moments where i've needed it the most and that's why i'm on the opinion that you know could it be they know that i'm struggling so they've just come in and sort of just if they could they would put their arm around their shoulder if they were still here and yeah. I think that's what they're trying to do for me but again we all have opinions and no one's right or wrong we're no. just trying to make we're just trying to make sense of it and we're looking at personal situation and all our situations are different and we all come in at different angles and yeah. every one of us have a right to have that opinion and no one is wrong you're not wrong i i'm not wrong not even aj you know it's just we we need to accept and be able to you know put our opinions across without anyone taking offense and i think that's why everyone is very sketchy at times to have an open and on edge too do you know what i mean because you do get people that that take it the wrong way and it's like no wait there hold up i'm not saying i'm right but this is my opinion robin you yeah. come in and you you agree to a certain extent it's all good but it, we all have different beliefs and i think you know it could be a number of reasons robin but I bet you anything you've had subtle experiences that you've not caught where your family have been around you. Because I do believe very strongly, right, even if they don't physically come to you or physically let you know that they're there, they are around you. Yeah. And I do not believe, you know, especially when you're very close, like you were saying about your uncle. I've always been very close to my grandfather. And I know for a fact he is with me, I would say, 90% of my time here. You know, he is with me one way or the other. I don't always, like I said, I don't always pick up on him, but I do know he's one person I can always say that he's around me. Now, yeah. Nando, Nando, I don't want to switch the subject, but I, I mean, I don't want to like uh, switch the topic quickly, but I want to, if I want to get off this topic, I want to say to you, um, one, thank you for coming on. But two, I want to know some techniques that you use out in the field or what are some experimental stuff that you do out in the field? Because I know you're into science, man, like me. And I know, you know, you try different experiments. So tell me, what are some of your favorite? What are some that you do? What are some of your experimental? So one of the favorites has got to be the EVP recordings. Love it. Um, you know, I think they're one of the hardest things to debunk. You know, if you're picking up a voice that no one else is there, you know, and it's not your own, you know, that's hard to debunk. Um necrophonic you know we've used that now i'm a bit on the fence with this one um the reason being is not saying it is the case but a lot of these apps are designed to throw out words and you know it could be just at that precise moment it gives you the word that you want but um necrophonic you know it doesn't work on signals or anything because you could turn the you could turn the um phone on to airplane mode and it works absolutely fine you can still get into it without any problem yeah because um, it has a bank in it, and the bank actually has phonemes. It's not words. Mm, so, so it has no words in the entire device. There's absolutely no words. If you actually have a word that's clear as day that comes out, it's actually something manipulating the device. It's actually phonemes that Keith Walden has actually programmed into it, and he mixed them in a way of clips. So that's why they're gibberish, and they sound like weird and shit, because they're slowed down, reversed, all yeah. messed up. And I'll tell you what, a lot of people have a uh, false positive when they ask yes or no questions, because when you get a yes, there's a lot of things in that app. That That's you going on in the background as well. So yeah. um, on the phone, but EVP, the spirit box, I do like the spirit, the SB7. Oh, yeah. Because um, again, even though it goes through a radio suite, 
there's certain words that it it tells you you know yeah. we did it we went to an old mansion in manchester um oh i'm trying to think what the name of it is now antwerp Antwerp. yeah thank wow. you antwerp wow Manchester. robin you saved me man you um, damn UK people. <laughs> um, and we were there. Have you been there, Robin? I haven't been. I keep meaning to go, but apparently now it's only, it was classed as abandoned at one point, but now it's, you've got a book to go there. Yeah, because uh, the people wow. that own it actually live on the other side of the mansion. They live on the upstairs. But we were downstairs in the basement and we had the spirit box on. And we were just like trying to think of different ways of um, communicating with a spirit because sometimes they don't want to give you direct information. So we yeah. come up with it's like a game. Like, can you yeah. repeat the word? I'm going to say a random word. Can you repeat it? And I, and at that moment, I thought this ain't going to work, you know. And I'll be, I'm, you know, I'll do it. But anyway, so we'll go around, and then I think Dan he turns around and goes, "Can you say pineapple?" And then we wait because you got to give a bit. And then clear as day, it come out pineapple yep right um and it that that was amazing and we were getting really like good responses because we went around a few times and yeah. there was i don't know why but the seller had a lot of um, mannequins in like body parts of it and there was oh one i that, hate mannequins and then we were, and then he said can you say what i'm holding and it said hand because it was part wow. of the mannequin so See? but equipment again like i said with a lot of the stuff that we do we got to be careful like um you know, when you're using the EF, EMF meters and everything like that, you got to be so careful when it flickers. You know, you got to be careful. Is there electrical mm-hmm. things around that's making that flicker that you've not caught yet? Even your IR light will make it go. Yeah. So, you know, and what we tend to do, we do like a sweep of the building just to get a feel for it, you know, and, you know, trying to, you know, work out the rooms that have hardly anything there and just sort of work there. Hey, Charles. How it in? My family lives in Flower Mound, so welcome, Texas. Yeah, and, and Antwerp Mansion, they've got that big mural that goes up the stairs, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. It is, it's a weird feel. I must be honest, it was weird, because we slept in there that night. Um, yeah. We spent the whole night there. And um, What experiments again, you do, besides, like, well, what did you end up doing? Because I know you said you said EVPs, you said spirit boxes, but... Tell me, was there any other like experimental type stuff that you do? Um, yeah, so one thing we do tend to do, and this is uh, something slightly different. So if you're in a group of people, um, we get people to stand facing the wall, for example. Mm. And we we ask the spirits to go around and touch someone on the so- shoulder. And we all know where we're positioned, so we're not near each other. And then you sometimes get like spirits that will come up and physically touch you on sh- on the shoulder. Oh, that's cool. So we we ask for physical contact as well. You know, yeah. We don't, we don't solely rely on equipment. We try and do different things to, you know, um, do that. Um, you know, there's some experiments that we've tried that I look at and I think it's not for me. Um, but a lot of it is based on your senses as well. I do try and work more now with, you know, teaching myself how to see things, what to know is could be paranormal, what is not, using your ears and things like that. I think the most important piece of equipment is yourself. Dude, I tell you what, man, um, the older that I got and the more experience I get in this field, it has become 90% my senses and what I'm feeling in the environment, things I'm experiencing. 
um, and 10% basically all scientific type equipment, you know what I mean? But the thing of the matter is, is like, um, obviously you always got to make the environment controlled if you're doing an experiment and stuff like that, because you don't want anything to mess up like the EMF and the IR, all that stupid stuff. Hmm. But the thing is, is that like, um, I kind of lost where I was going with this, but the point I was trying to make, I think was that I love how you guys are doing those type of experiments and stuff, like turning your face towards the wall, doing certain stuff like that, using this equipment because any new type of experiment that we can use, even that wall, like facing the wall and having, you know, spirit touch you, that's using a sense, you know what I mean? That's using feeling and, you know, to have an experience where you're, you're actually asking it and then it happens. The only problem, so hard to document for people to understand it. Do you know, that's the, it is hard to document because um, I think, you know, the field, unfortunately, is reliant on more technology based, you know, people need to you know people need to see it and and i think the problem is because there are so many fakers am i allowed to say that on the show no yeah, you can say fakers, uh, yeah. but because you've got so many fakers that claim to oh i've been taken over oh yeah. this has happened to me suddenly yeah. they're walking and suddenly they collapse you know and you it's it's just so frustrating because sometimes you can have that physical connection with a spirit where it puts people off telling other people because they're like, oh, I don't want to be branded as one of these fakers because there's so many of them. But I think everyone in the paranormal field that are doing it the right way can hand on heart say they've had some kind of paranormal experience where they've been touched or, you know, I'll give you one example if it's all right. I don't want to... No, um, dude, please. Uh, we, we held an event at a place in Portsmouth, again, called Fort Whitley. Mm-hmm. And there was a gentleman, and he was walking down the tunnel with me just before we started the investigation. Yeah. And he goes, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't believe in any of this. Um, and I was like, mate, do you know what? That's fine. I'm happy that you've come. You know, I'm happy that you're willing to participate. You know, he was doing it more for his missus and his missus mother because they're really into it. Anyway, so we stood in the tunnel. And this is where the necrophonic comes into it. Like I said certain things have happened where it makes me think this app could actually work. So we yeah. stood and we started doing a call out. Nothing was happening. And I was like, okay, let's put the person that don't believe in anything into the yeah. separate room. Like, that's, <laughs> you know, yeah. there's a little tunnel. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you're, you don't believe in any of this. So nothing's going to happen. You know, that's, yeah. you know. But anyway, yeah. so he stood in there and I was like, Okay, can you tell me the person's name that's gone into the tunnel on his own? It said his name, clear as day, right? Okay, could it be a coincidence? Maybe. Okay, that's fine, let's go on. So we're like, okay, so you know who he is. Um, Can you tell us something about him? It said his partner's name and his sister's name, one after the other, within seconds. Wow. So... We don't have a clue what's going on. And then suddenly it's like, I'm here with you. And, and then we're like, okay, it said a <laughs> sentence, I'm here with you. And then we we said, I'm not going to say the guy's name because he does watch a lot of these podcasts. And I said, you know, where it's personal, you've got to be mindful. But I, we looked over and go, do, we, do you know who this could be? And he goes, yeah, I think it is. Um, but don't, I'll go, do you want to give him his name? And he was like, no, let's see what happens. Who, who is this? Is your dad? his dad and then i'll go well can you do something else like touch him or put and as i said it he goes something's just pulled my hair right wow 
So we broke um, for, you know, like a bit of a tea break. He yeah. went back up to the hub area where we set up our, you know, refreshments and everything. And I kid you not, from a guy that said to me about an hour before, I don't believe in it, he was sat in the chair nearly in tears. His partner and his uh, her mother had to cuddle him. You know, oh. and you see the change. He was not expecting it. And one of the last messages before we did break, he goes, you need to carry on with what you're doing. And it came yes. out in a full sentence. And we said to him, do you understand anything that happened? And he goes, I understand every message I just got. But the change in what he went through was, was you know, phenomenal. And you can't Dude, debunk That's you, the reason why I do this work, not to interrupt you. But that was the, this is the reason why I do this work is because of that experience right there. Because somebody who probably would have never done anything like this, got dragged along, doesn't believe, all of a sudden has the most amazing experience with one of their loved ones, um, especially somebody that they miss but aren't going to be open to you about it, and then break down in front of you because they had an experience. And, you know, that's the reason why I, I, I express this field so much and why I share videos of communication sessions and stuff because – when there's undeniable stuff like that, I, I can't say that we're, we're communicating with a ghost that looks like a sheep floating in the middle of the air. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what we're, what we're, what we're actually communicating with, but I knew know that something is manipulating these devices and communicating through of them saying personal things to us that it should not be saying along with swears that should not be on loud on the radio. And that's what I love the most is when I get a swear like a fu or a this from an like an angry spirit or something at first because right there through an SB7 it's not going to come on the radio you're not going to hear fu on the radio you know what I mean so how do you explain that you know what I'm saying so it's unexplainable things like that and I express it because there could be someone out there that I want them to go out and experience this even if it's not even in their wheelhouse or they don't you know believe just go out and try it because. You could have the best experience of your life like that guy did. Yeah, and I think just to a lot of people that bash what we do, it, I, I've, I put it down to three reasons. One, they've got nothing better to do. They're, oh, yeah. they're just, in my opinion, trolls. So, you know, go away and find something else to do. Two, mm -hmm. they haven't got the intelligence, the the know-how to do that. what we do themselves. You know, so yeah. what do they do? They try and beat other people down that are working hard and trying to you know, show people what, what we can do in this field. And three, it's, it's jealousy. You know, one of the biggest things, the green-eyed monster comes out in a lot of people and in different ways. And I think sometimes when it's paranormal investigators on paranormal investigators is because one side of it is not happy because one person might be doing a little bit better. But I think my, that's a big reason. I, I think if you take a step back, no one's doing better than others. We're just doing it our own way. And we're just putting to piecing together what we're finding you know robin's done things which i think is great he'd done a series on these celebrity graves and i think that's great you know we're all doing different things and getting different evidence yeah. why are we not a bitch about it just because robin's doing something that i haven't done does that make it any different no he's done no, something because i've you... often said sorry I've, I've often said and this is a motto i have in this field is that a lot of these people who we would call fakers again I'm not going to mention names but they're they are out there and we know who they are and they may have 25,000 subscribers on their channel and I've got 550 but I'd rather go up slowly by using 
real evidence than go up drastically fast faking stuff. Do you know, and, and one thing that I say that sort of relates to that is these people that got the big YouTube channels and all these subscribers and everything that we know have staged certain evidence, that's great for them. You're happy to go through your life deep down knowing that you're a liar, you're deceiving people. You, you know, you're deceiving people. You're making people believe something that's not true and disrespecting the locations and the history. If you're happy to go through life like that, then good on you. But I would rather live my life of, do you know what? The evidence I present might be minimal, but at least I can say this is true. This is facts of what I've found. You know, yeah. and at least I'll go to bed at night knowing that I've given people a true insight of what we do. Because sometimes we go on a live and we sit there and nothing happens at all. But we don't stop recording. We will continue recording. And now people watch us, you know, having a laugh. You know, me and Luke will start talking about something totally different, you know. Yeah. Because I don't believe that we should just film the good stuff. You know, it would be great to do it all the time. But, you know, we need to show people that there are nights that we will sit in the tunnel for six hours and absolutely jack shit happens but oh, yeah. it's the truth well we hey tell play. me tell me well, what Brad your said, on this. preach it nando <laughs> i know hold on all right hey nando what do you think about this uh, pamela i completely 100 agree with, you with the, what you just said in the comments she says yes the more one investigates the more likely one is to have a personal experience also, I think one actually becomes more sensitive to the possibility of something happening. It's like one becomes more attuned to that other dimension, be it ghosts <laughs> or whatever. And what's great about her saying that is I totally, I have noticed that myself. My connection has grown. The more that I go to, you know, certain places or I go to, you know, see even cemeteries that I love going to, um, the real old ones, like I become, I have became more attuned and then adding meditation in it too, that's helped a lot with my connection. I mean, do you do anything to further your connection? Um, do you know, I'm always... Um, okay, how can I, mm. So the way I go into... like I don't do this with everyone, but I always think about loved ones around me. So I always make sure that the people that mean the most to me... Um, you know, like I said, my grandfather was is a big person to me because I, you know, growing up, I would go to his shop. He owned an old antique shop, for example. And oh, I, would, wow. I would sort of get myself in the mindset of remembering those moments. And mm -hmm. I think that helps me to remain grounded and, you know, not fear what I might be going into. You know, yep. so, um, you know, and I do use that before I do an investigation. As time's gone on, do I feel more connected to places and feel more things? Yes, I think because you're opening yourself up in a way that you don't realize sometimes, you know, I've gone in this not knowing how, like I've said before, how in depth the paranormal is, you know, and the kind of things. And I think the more experiments that we're doing, not just with equipment, but using our own bodies, you're opening yourself up naturally to allow things to come to you. Um, so I do think I've connected more with, with, with spirits or with things to, that could nice. be paranormal. And as I said, could be paranormal. Not saying it is, but could be. But that's something for me to evidence and document and then, you know, continue that journey and put it all together to say, well, this is what's happened from day one and this is how it's gone throughout the journey. So I'm meant to that. Go ahead, Robin. You want to ask something? Because I'm going to keep going if not. 
<laughs> no, no, go ahead. Honestly, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So my, I'm just my, my, other question, my other question I wanted to ask was, so how do you document your evidence? Is it just by video? Do you write stuff down? Because for me, I have notebooks of stuff written down, like all types of stuff. I mean, I was even journaling uh, sleep, like dreams and stuff for a while because I was having a lot of like premonitions and stuff yeah. that were coming true. Um, but how do you write down yours? I mean, how do you do yours? What do you, how do okay. you do it? So, so a bit like what you do. So one of the biggest things is having cameras set up at locations. So we will have um, cameras set up at specific locations. And when we return to ones that we've been to before, you sort of get an understanding of which are the hotspots, shall we say, for, you know, things to happen, like equipment going off, tables being, you know, moved. So you set up cameras. Um, if something happens specific to a person or something to us, we write it all down. So at the end of the evening, we put it all together. So because I think we need because sometimes we separate into separate teams. And we do different things and come together at the end of the evening. We can say, well, Sarah did this in the barn, for example, and got this. We had exactly the same thing, but we're in there at different times. Yep. So we do write down a lot of the stuff as well. Um, audio is a big thing. So we're all putting like EVP recorders out, um, you know, and then going through the EVP recording. Because I think other things people don't realize is how much work is that you got to go through after the event or after the investigation. Oh, it's I know. Like, you know, because sometimes, especially with cameras, things can happen that you've not even seen until you, you've investigated it. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, and you, you can't even watch the footage once either because you're going to miss it, especially if there's eight hours on that footage. You're like, mm -hmm. dude. And you know what I noticed too, man? But I went to Montana and I had like four cameras with me. I realized that like being there for like seven hours or nine hours or whatever it was, I had so much damn footage, dude, to look through. I was, I am not even done yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's how much footage. And I don't think people realize how much goes in, um, you know, goes into it and stuff like that. So I, you know, it's, it's great to talk about. It's a, it's a lot. And we can be here all night and talk about different things is, you know, again, people need to realize there's a lot of stuff that is involved. It's not just put a camera up, I've caught something. You Again, you've got to go back and think logically about everything that you do. You, you know, you can't just put it down to paranormal. You've got to be careful because there's certain things like the floors, it could be old flooring, it can creak. There's so many different things. And I think sometimes people are too quick to say this is paranormal when actually yeah. there's a logical answer. And the same with us. Sometimes we get excited, but then you forget to think logically because you're in that moment and you're like, well, but then when you go back to it, you need to think and yeah. make sure that you're clear and well, everything 100%. I'll show you this, right? Oh, Sorry, before you go any further. Oh. I, got this, I got this as a gift one time, right? And I, I keep forgetting to use it all the time. No, look at this. <coughs> Paranormal investigation no, logbook. That, I tell you what, those are great to have, actually, because I used to have one myself. And that those actually have a lot of stuff in it. Yeah, there's a lot. I tell you what, um, Nando, I, I just want to say it's great. Thank you, Robin. Yeah, that's awesome. Hold on. I'll show it again because I'm going to put you full screen. Go ahead. No, the inside. That yeah. way. Yeah. Right. And then, and then the page is inside. You can mark down your location, uh, sorry there, location, what yeah, uh, date you were there, all the stuff that happened. So, 
anyone listening on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, any Google podcast, Amazon, all that kind of stuff. Uh, if you want to see what Robin just held up, just go to our Facebook. Um, you'll be able to see it on there. It's called um, a Paranormal Investigation Logbook. Yeah, but what I want to say, Nando, before rudely being interrupted by my UK best friends. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But um, anyway, nobody cares, <laughs> nobody cares about your handy dandy notebook. Damn it. No, I'm just joking. But um, what I want to say was it's so good to hear uh, um someone, especially a team that's writing stuff down still, because I know a lot of people that don't do that. They'll more like you know type it or they'll you know, type certain things, or they'll just have like a little notebook and then they'll transfer it over to something else. But I'm old school, man, with the, the, the paper stuff. I think I got that from my dad always doing it, but I have to write stuff down because there's stuff that I'll like forget if I don't, you know, and it's like, mm. I have notebooks and just stuff written places, you know, <clears throat> it's bad. But um, I just want to say, man, thank you so much for coming on. I do want to announce one thing. And that was in the new year, I was going to start, um, doing like a couple weeks of paranormal investigation classes. And I wanted to actually see Nando, if you would join me in doing these free classes for people and maybe just give them some insight that we have. I mean, we're not, like we said, nobody's experts, but I see a lot of people charging so much money to help these new people get into the field. And I'd rather just do it for free, man. Cause it's simple. I'll be up for that. We, we, right? can get, we can put equipment up that we use, explain the, you know, the That's technology cool. behind it and, you know, if people are interested, I'll be happy to take part in that. But again, one thing I would say is it's all opinion based. Like, don't oh, take it. You know, that's the thing. People, if they want to get into the paranormal, they need to do it for themselves. Like we've all done. You know, the only way that you're going to find out real evidence and how things work is by doing it your own way. Never yeah. try and be someone else. Just be who you are. And that's the best way to investigate. And that's the way I would leave it on that. Uh, you know what? I'm going to end it on that. But I tell you what. That was awesome um, as an ending right there. I don't even want to talk anymore, actually, because that just totally threw me off my game right there. That was good, Nick. <laughs> that, that was, a, that was a, like a speech and a half right there. I like that. But, You've um, got no, him speechless, Nando. You've got him speechless. Really? I can shut AJ up. Go on me. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but, yeah, I, I just want to say thank you, man, so much for coming on. But, yeah, to all the Absolutely. viewers, we're going to be doing in the new year. I'm going to have Nando with me. We're going to do free classes for new people who want to get into this field, um, even spirit communication, show you, like, techniques that I use that I've helped others with um, and that work for me. And we'll show evidence clips and we'll, you know, talk about the equipment and, you know, talk about logging and, uh, you know, just doing real, you know, paranormal investigation um work and stuff so if you know you guys are interested we're gonna do that in the new year it's gonna be free we're not charging nobody there's too many people out there charging 200 dollars for paranormal investigation classes which is crazy um but we're always gonna do classes for free with us i mean it's like like nando just said it's everyone is on their own journey in this paranormal field you have to be yourself you have to do it for yourself no matter what i mean my evidence will never be your evidence your evidence will never be mine robin's will never be ours you know and that's just something that we have in this field. But Nando, shout out where they can find you at. I'm going to put you full screen, shout out everything, and let them know what's up. So you can find us on www.portaltotheparanormal.co.uk. Uh, we are on Facebook, Portal to the Paranormal, Instagram again, and we're also on TikTok as well. So if you want to, and we highlight a lot of our evidence on TikTok. Um, so if you want to head to there and have a look, please feel free to. And if you ever want to reach out, if you ever got a question about the paranormal, 
again, feel free to reach out and we'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have. That is awesome, man. Well, Nando, man, again, for like the 15th time, thank you so much for coming on, man. Everyone will be seeing Nando on as a guest from time to time because uh, he's just an awesome dude. And I love your family, man. I hope you have a Merry Christmas, my friend. And, you guys uh, and to all the viewers, uh, Merry Christmas to you guys if we don't see you before the holidays. Hopefully we will, though. And he will be coming to your chimney, so everyone light a fire. <laughs> Nando, love you, my brother. I will see thank you Thanks for having me on, guys, and thank you for all the questions um, from the audience as well. It's been great tonight. Not a problem. Thanks, man. Bye. Take care. Wow, man. Awesome, dude. Awesome show, man. I had such a great time um, talking to Nando. And, you know, from the couple weeks ago when you were dealing with some things and I, you know, I had him on, man, it was just um, awesome because he runs a podcast. He knows, you know, all that stuff. So he was yeah. he asking questions that I never thought of. And just the, just very intelligent the way he looks at things. And I, and I love that about Nando. And, and that's why I think also why we guys, why we click so well, all of us. Um, cause we're learning from each and every one of us and everyone that comes on this show and Nando show and all this stuff, they all learn from each other. And I think that this was field has to be about right, man. You know, we, we have to work with each other cause yeah. we can only accomplish like a lot. If we work together, if not, this progress is going to be so small, like it's been for decades. I mean, yeah, there's been some leaps and bounds, but we need some giant stuff. We're still, you know, we need some clear communication, some clear stuff, some, compound evidence that we can you know use and i think that we can do it and i think that in the next few years if people start working together and it keeps going the way that it is with growth i hope this field really becomes something in the scientific aspect yeah i mean if, if you're if you're going to go through your life as an investigator not wanting to communicate with anybody you know and wanting to go on your own and wanting to do things on your own and fake stuff and all that and it's just welcome to your own life of being a loner no, you're right, man. You're and right. welcome to your life of being irrelevant because these people who, who, who do that, you know, and, you know, we, we talk to anybody. And I don't mean that in a funny way. We talk to anybody. We'll have the podcast. We can bring people on. We can find out what they're like. Yes, come back to the very start of the podcast. We had an experience that wasn't very nice. Someone was, but... But this is the way this is the way it goes. We only find these things out when we talk to people. You know, if you're not willing to work with people, if you're not willing to talk to people, if you think you're better than anybody else, you're you're living on the island of irrelevancy. You know, a lot in this field gets caught up nowadays with fame and YouTube and stuff like that. And um, the only thing that one thing that I want I want to teach people, especially with this field, is just to know that it's got to be a personal journey. It's not a get rich quick it's not a get famous i mean if you want to fix up by all means um or if you're looking for a tv show and you're all about entertainment you don't care about this work at all i mean then that's up to you but um i tell you what <laughs> this the entities or whatever we talk to the spirits whatever you want to call them this energy um they they will figure it out for themselves what to do with people that fake stuff and i believe that a lot of people have certain bad experiences when they do mess with the things they don't understand too much but anyway man this has been a great show um i want to leave with one thing and that is hi i'm jason and this is my momoa oh my god <laughs> I love it. hey my name is aj capasso i am your host and founder of talking with the source i'm here with my great friend it's robin from hover paranormal and talking with the source
And you have watched another episode of Talking with the Source. See you again soon. Later. Thank <laughs> you.